0: welcome to another fantastic episode of this week in reselling where we interview special guests each and every week from different walks of life in the reselling world here we'll discuss the highs and lows of reselling and dive into great conversation and we are positive that you're going to learn something that is going to help you become a better reseller i am your host ray and guys today we have a very 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 special episode Now, this is a little different than what we do. Of course, we usually do it live, but this is a pre-recorded episode coming straight from FlipCon, which is the reseller conference in Charlotte hosted by Josh, AKA Harry Tornado. I got the pleasure of having a sit-down interview with my boy, Kevin Brown. You may know him as Commonwealth Flipper, Commonwealth Picker, and this is different. He's never done anything like this, guys. He's never really talked about himself. How he started, his thoughts of how he where he is now as a content creator, as a reseller. So it was a really, really great sit-down interview. We did it in the hotel room while we we're at FlipCon in Charlotte. And it is absolutely awesome. You guys are gonna love it. But before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, and that's none other than my reseller Genie. Now, if you're a reseller and you're keeping your receipts in a box, a shoe box, it's old and gangly and it's got dust all over it. And at the end of the year, you're stressed out because your numbers are put together, you need to get My Reseller Genie. My Reseller Genie is the analytics and accounting solution for all resellers Add unlimited platforms to track all your inventory in sales in one location manage business expenses in real time, analyze sales trends, and so, so much more. All your numbers in one place, be ready for tax time, grow with your business, get my reseller genie. And if you act right now, you can use the code Nashville Flippers and you're gonna get 15% off your first month. And like always guys, if you like content like this, hit the like, hit the subscribe, we greatly appreciate it. And without further ado, Let's get to the interview, baby. We good? Yeah, we good. All right. All right. So we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm here in person. In person. With, we're here at FlipCon. I'm here with Mr. Kevin Brown. How are you, Kevin? I don't do lives, but he said I'm. No, this I'm is live. pre-recorded. Not, this is pre-recorded. not so ask me to do a live. We're not live, Seriously. so this is pre-recorded. So, Kevin, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm sir? doing all right. I'm doing. Yeah? I'm
1: a little nervous. I got to tell you. First of all, I've never done a show where I have to hold a mic. You don't Dave, have to hold it. Dave usually. So I can just give. I mean, it, you can clip it on if you here, if you want. Death pile
0: pig. Yeah. So, so this happened. is the first time I'm doing this mic thing, so I'm just trying it out. <laughs> are, so they are they or
1: fake or they real? They're real.
0: There's a microphone in it. <laughs> See? <laughs> Very good. So, um, Kevin, the great and mighty Kevin Brown. Oh my gosh! Am I supposed to look at you or look at the camera? You can look at me. We're okay. just having a conversation. Yeah. It's me and you. You're good. So I like your shirt. Thank you so much. I I like your shirt as well. <laughs> if he's fishing for compliments, so Kevin, you know a lot of people you know commonwealth picker commonwealth flipper okay. garage sale nation <laughs> trash trash cash to podcast. cash podcast. so let's talk let's go back let's go back let's, oh, go, let's back. go back we're back going back childhood? we're going back so Let's start off with little, little Kevin Brown. Little, little Kevin. Little Kevin Brown, small... Why does I feel like this is the podcast all over again? This is it. We're, 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 I mean, so little Kevin Brown. So all Kevin, right, for go. the people that may not know you, so this is what we're going to do here, Kevin. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about reselling. Right. We're going to get to that point. Good. But we we'll want to know, I want to know more about the man behind the reselling <laughs> the uh, m- the um, content creation empire that you 've created right. okay a hundred thousand subscribers on one of your one of your uh, picker channel. how do you feel tell me about that how does that feel
1: well I'll tell you what you know, well, well we got to go back to little Kevin, but we're skipping over let's skipping well, let's start off with that
0: because I mean you're what one of uh, Five resellers oh, oh, with a hundred. I don't know, man. it has got to be more than. That. Anyway, I
1: I'll tell you what. I'm to be perfectly honest with you. It, it just it, it doesn't even make sense to me. You know, if you just go back five years, I'm just some guy teaching in the high school and coaching baseball, and watching people, watching people do these shows, and I'm like, man, I'm like I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm like, I could probably do this. I can talk. I can <laughs> I can yap like anybody else. And I told my wife, and she's like, What are you talking
0: about? But I would say this my wife, have you met my wife? I've never met your wife. Oh my gosh, that's right. We were in Nashville and you did. Over under, everyone put in the comments how many times will Kevin do this? <laughs> put down <laughs> over under. What do you think, Art? How many times is Kevin gonna do that? Over under. Four. 10 over five okay five I knew this was a trap Okay this it's not a, a trap, trap. Kevin I'm not here to trap you. Oh, I'm not here mark. to trap you. It's a trap. I should have brought that shirt. I'm not Brittany so Rayner.
1: I <laughs> So I'll tell you what I, I was doing this and and I told my wife I'm like I'm just gonna give it a shot and I filmed my first video and I filmed it up and down, you know, mm-hmm. like an idiot.
0: Nine by 16 vertical. And affordable. I
1: was, at that point, if you want to go back and watch my first video on the Picker, it's a, it's a flipper, I don't even know what kind of video it was, but it was uh-huh. on the Picker channel. And I had found like a downhill ski jacket, and I was so proud of it. You know how you know people want to—they want to post. You know we have Fa- trash cash Facebook group, and when you find something, you want everybody to share in it, right? So I'm like, I had this awesome find. It was a polo. You know what I'm talking about? A polo. You don't Vegas. They don't use ski jackets in Vegas. Like a, polo Ralph Lauren yeah, ski jacket? Yeah, yeah. What was it like like a, like a r- called a suicide jacket? Okay. And I found it at a at a sale at a local high school, and it was like one in the afternoon, and it was sitting there for twenty bucks. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! And this is like five hundred thousand dollar jacket. I told my wife, I'm gonna this is my video. I'm gonna make this video, and she's like, okay, whatever, fine. And I make the video and I put it out. I weighed like 130
0: pounds. I was how much way. do you weigh now? A little a bit lot of hundred.
1: <laughs> I don't know, 160. <laughs> And I put it out there, and it was. And she just laughed at me and laughed at the video. I'm like, I mean, not in a bad way. She yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, whatever. And of course, nobody watched it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do one tomorrow. And I have no. You know me well enough. I have zero technical skills. He just saw my computer that I work on.
0: Bro, <laughs> if you go to like the smallest. <laughs> little rinky-dink country town and go to any of other pawn shops you will find kevin's computer in that pawn shop <laughs> for twenty <for> five dollars
1: <laughs> every video i've ever posted was on that computer
0: And you edit like we were talking earlier. You edit your 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 videos on your cell phone. On my phone, every single. So for the people that are watching this right now, that are thinking about content creation, Mm -hmm. we're talking to Kevin Brown. Listen, he he, (laughs) he's uploading on like a thirty-year-old computer. (laughs) He's editing on his cell phone. So if you're Mm -hmm. thinking about doing it, just do it. (laughs) Five years ago. Well, it was four, a little over four years ago,
1: and I just started uploading, and I'm like, whatever. And I told my wife, I'm like, hey. We had a beach trip coming up in like 10 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I'm going to upload every single day for like a year. And she's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, I think I'm going to do it for a whole year. And for a whole see year. See what happens. I'm like, If I can't get to 1,000 subscribers, I promise you all stop. Mm-hmm. She's like, We're going to the beach. I'm like, I know. I got to film two videos a day for a week so I can get to this beach. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to edit. I had no idea how to do anything. Like, I literally filmed videos. My first, some of my first videos. I would film them, and if I made a mistake, I'd turn it off and delete it and start over again. And so I would film like 10,
0: 15-minute videos. You would delete it and then start the whole video over If again?
1: I made a mistake, if because I, I don't know how to edit. Wow. I just want to
0: film it straight. Like straight?
1: Straight. Wow.
0: <laughs> so one video, we could like one 15-minute video could take you like two hours if you just kept messing Depends. up.
1: Depends. I mean, I can talk, so sometimes it would, I mean, there's a couple first takers
0: where I just kept it all. Well, that helps because... Your background, being a school teacher. Yeah, you can kind of you know regurgitating that information. Mm-hmm. You know, being a coach, baseball yeah. coach. For sure.
1: So and I, and I did it and, I, and 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 I'm like I can't do this forever because that was a little ridiculous. You can't just not edit videos. Plus, there's a lot of pauses and uh, you know whatever. And you can yeah. get rid of that stuff. And I'm like, babe, can you maybe you know? Because she, she's always worked at home since we had uh, Reagan, since we had um, our our second one and like could you do this for me cuz i was working i mean i was coaching baseball i was teaching forty hours a week i mean i was busy and i was reselling and she was helping me resell like could you edit this and so she downloaded an app and it's like okay i'll edit it but she thinks it's a joke which it kind of was a joke and so she would take all the stuff in the videos that I would say, like, at any rate, I say that all the time on mm. my videos, and she would, like, cut them all out and put them at the beginning of the video and, like, make fun of me. <laughs> and she would, make, every time I drop something or whatever, she'd, like, have glass break and yeah. whatever, and all the dumb things. Like, I think I said in my first one, I said, like, holy grail in the video for the, for the downhill jacket. For the downhill jacket. And so, like, all these videos, it's just her ripping me in the edits. But what am I going to do? Because I can't edit it. I don't have the time. He can't edit it out. And after we had, we you know, we just kept going, and and it just slowly built. And you get addicted to the to the rise, you Mm. know, to to this kind of going up.
0: So let me ask you before you get to that, your you see the rise coming. Like what really? From you doing it every day, what what hit to There's where? two things. Okay. There two things. One
1: is I, I hit 100 subscribers, and I, I'm like, you know, everybody does a giveaway, right? I'm like going to mm-hmm. do a 100 subscriber giveaway. And so I decided to do a 100 subscriber giveaway, and we, I can't even remember, what, I think it was like, I don't know, anything $10 in my store or $15 in my store, something like that. And... We took everybody's comments. You know how you do the comments now or you do the computer generated. Yeah, the comment thing picker or whatever. Or whatever. Well, I didn't know how to do that. Uh, yeah. So put them out of like a hat. I, I Turner write them on a piece of paper, Reagan write them, fold them up, put them in a hat. And we pulled out a name, which if I knew now what I knew about YouTube then, mm-hmm. I would have purposely pulled this name out.
0: Uh, right. <laughs> so it just happened to be by it, ha- it
1: happened to be by chance. It was called it was a channel called Thrifting One O One. Okay. They don't make videos anymore. Shout out Michelle if you're still out there. And I we pulled her name out and I'm like Thrifting One O One. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I think I've watched this lady's channel before. She did glass in mm-hmm. Florida. And and sure enough I looked it up, she had ten thousand subscribers. I'm like And for
0: for cool. what we do Yeah that's a lot oh
1: yeah, yeah especially, especially five then. years ago yeah. yeah and and i'm like okay cool and so i sent her a message and I'm, she's so happy she won and, and i think i'm like fifteen dollars out of the store and at this point i'm thinking like oh my gosh she don't even care and so i threw in an enemy Hmm.
0: so you have had the got, at the time
1: which ju- i had just got it i had just got it and it was kind of like before it really hit big yeah. honestly because i had a hundred subscribers and i th- and i and i gave her what she asked for but then i threw in some extra things that she would like some some vintage christmas ornaments and stuff mm-hmm. and she got it and she opened it on her show and i'm like Holy freaking moly! She opened us out at the beginning of her show. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people bury stuff at the end, like when I have you on, I put you, you know, yeah yeah at yeah, the yeah. end of the show,
0: right? True, the true, the true, uh, <laughs> the true uh, Nashville Flippers fans.
1: <laughs> but at any rate, she opens it up, and we got just uh, we just happened to have it wasn't a picking video. I didn't do picking videos at the time, but. We, I happened to have a video of a haul that I had just got and it, it was it's like picker ish, mm-hmm. right? It was in my truck and I was unloading it. So you were, we
0: were doing more like it. flipper videos yeah, up flipper, to the they were all pl- flipper you videos. buying something, you're showing it off, yeah, and then dude, you're seeing was, what it sells. I was like showing what sold and then I'd pack it. And then
1: I'd show what sold and then I'd pack it. I mean mm-hmm. it was bad.
0: It was really bad. How many vid- how many of those videos did you do until you finally did like a picker? Video, it
1: took a while. A, because I was broke because I was a teacher, I had no money. There was yeah. no money. I'm like, I'm t- my wife's like, You're gonna buy a GoPro, dude? we Whoa, we're, yeah, we gotta buy groceries, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm like, Well, I'm like, I gotta do a picker video. I said, You seen John Cincinnati Picker? I was like, I He has do a GoPro, a I gotta be like him, yeah, be like him. I think I used Lonnie's link to get a GoPro, I think I did back then, anyway. So I did that and I and I started Whoa. making picker videos, but we had that kind of pseudo picker video, and I think I titled it A Happy Little Accident. Because I found a Bob Ross. I don't even remember what it was. I don't know. It was an ornament or something. That's a great
0: title for yeah, a Yeah, I put Bob yeah. Ross
1: in the title. And when when she did her little shout-out, that was the video that had just been released. And it was the best video. Oh. I, it was the only decent video I had ever put so out. So you
0: had certain things. You had, like, three or four things, like, just line up. Uh, perfect.
1: Absolutely perfect. And it was, like, it was, I'm, like, well, I, I just... The fact that you pulled her name out of that hat yeah. purely by accident, like I know now, I didn't realize back then that getting, you know, getting a shout out from somebody would help, right? It mm-hmm. doesn't help near as much as it used to, but it used to help. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just got a big bump, a couple hundred people. Wow! Right when I started doing picking videos, and then some of those started to hit. And then I remember um, Matt, part-time picker, had mentioned something on his show. You know, he had a young daughter, and he was out. And I said something to him, and he had said something, and he shouted me out. And just and I was traveling. I was driving down to a Durham Bulls baseball game. meet my brother. I'm like, why is my channel blowing up? And and that was it right there. And it just all. And I had talked to John a little bit, Cincinnati picker. I knew he was a Reds fan. I had a buddy, Corky Miller, who played for the Reds. And I knew he liked the, he liked the Durham Bulls and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'd sent him a thing and whatever. And he, he was kind to me. And I was like, man, this is nuts. All this stuff just kind of falls into place. And I was super happy about it. And at that point, I was on a roll. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep going. And uh, we got to 1,000 subscribers three and a half months or something. So for me when you started in mm-hmm. three and a half months, a thousand mm-hmm. subscribers. And I still had never edited I didn't know how to edit a video. No idea. My thumbnails were just the computer generated thumbnails. Just whatever the default thing was. Had no idea. But people really and then the other factor of course was the in where I just I had bought I had bought these before and I had just bought a few for a couple bucks a piece at, a, at an antique shop. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'll, we'll put these. That'd be a fun thing. Of course, I made money on them before. I selling selling them because they're local. Fleet Enema Company yeah. is local to where I live. And I would found these things. And I'm like, okay, we'll put it up there. And one sold to a viewer. I think it was like my second viewer sale ever. And we're not getting just hundreds of views. That's all we're getting and somebody said on the video, they said, hey, you know, I hope this thing gets, gets my eBay store moving. And I'm like, uh-huh. I literally stopped the camera when I read that thing and I drove down to that antique booth and I bought every one they had. I knew as soon as that person said that on that comment, I'm like, this is it. We're gonna go buy and we bought them all. And sure enough, by the, by the next day after that video aired, we had like four more sales and then eight more sales, and then 15 more sales. And then the shout-out part started happening because they knew if they bought an Animan, I would read their message, I would yeah. read their message. And it. We, there were days we were selling like 25, 20, 30 of those things a day. How many did you buy when you went back to the antique store? The second time I went back, I think I bought uh, three boxes, which would have been, are they
0: 100 a box, like 300? 300. 300 a box, yeah, what did you wife, wife say about is, that? Oh my gosh. 300 is a lot. Mm
1: yeah that's well i think i negotiated down to a dollar fifty at that point Uh so and then i called him again because i'd sold like 50 in a couple days right wow yeah 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 like how many you got he's like we have boxes i'm like i want them all a dollar a piece and he went and got (laughs) i think we bought 2500 and started selling them at that point I jacked the price up a little bit <laughs> but, yeah. but we started selling those and cuz I didn't want it to overwhelm the show right if you're selling 20 a day
0: i mean how many yeah. shout outs so how would it, you, you know? combat that you raise the price uh, okay you raise the price at so there were the what sale. was the price like 15 you
1: raised it to started, like 30 i think we started at 12 Plus shipping, mm-hmm. something like that, and then we went to fourteen, and then we went to fifteen, and then we went to twenty-five, and they were still selling, and it, but it was slowing down the higher the price went. But the channel was growing at the same
0: time. And so people, right around there, what? How many subs did you have? Uh, we were getting close to a thousand at that point. So you were like a thousand watch hours on point, like you already. Yeah, did?
1: we actually had. I think when we hit a thousand subs, we had really, really close. It was, I think within days to hit the watch hours. That's good. We were monetized. So, and that doesn't happen to a lot of people. A lot of people get to the subs before they get the watch hours. So, and that was with no prerecordance. That's the other thing that was a huge benefit. You remember this era, I think, um, where everybody started doing lives Yeah. because it was an easy way to get your to hours, get watch and hours and whatever. Th- and I, in I, I have, the worst internet in the world. Mm. I could not hold alive if I had to. I tried to with Chris, old school picker. Shout out Chris, and I jumped on one in the eBay cave one time, and it was awful. I think. Uh, do you remember uh, Pittsburgh? Remember yeah. Him. He yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He was in there with Chris. And it was going in and out, and in and out, and in and out, and in and out. And in and out. And I'm like, oh, well, this ain't never going to work. So I'm like, I'm never doing lives again. And so you are going to do, the, the reason
0: you did a live is just get the, the rest of those watches. No, the obviously. reason
1: I, I didn't do it live. It was his live. I just his wanted live. to see if it would hold it. I wanted gotcha, to see if my internet got, could do it. Gotcha. And it was, because I wasn't going to go live on mine and have it be a mess. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm not ever going to do it. And to me, that was the best thing that ever happened for me and my channel. Mm-hmm. Because lives can get addicting too, and you like the interaction. I love people i just love talking to people and whatever it's but i just couldn't do it where i was at and that was another small factor in i think not that you can't grow your channel I mean, josh had lives and stuff but like so
0: things. you're saying that because people didn't necessarily at this time they had so much access to the people that they saw on youtube with the live interaction yep. and you were kind of like a myth yeah, Kevin doesn't do mm-hmm. lives. Yeah, that's da, exactly da, 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 da. Right. it's like oh, when Kevin has a video, it's like <laughs> da, da, da. so. And so
1: I turned that into I'm not going to do lives with anybody, right? Until John, since they yeah. calls us. well that's up, that's, that's different. That's different. No?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's different.
1: <laughs> that was COVID, right? And then COVID, where like nobody could go out and do whatever, so people were doing lives. I'm yeah, like, eh, I'll do a live. That's the other thing that was like a roll of the dice here. I know it's your show. I should probably
0: no, you're up, good. This is.
1: I, the fact that I had done so much video, I had t- so much backlogged video, because mm-hmm. I'd go out, I love garage sales, I, and, and I would go out and I just videoed and videoed and videoed and so when everything got shut down, I had months and months and months of footage. And not a lot of people did that back then. They didn't kind of stockpile okay. stuff. Yeah. And so I'm posting video. I'm getting torn up oh I can't believe you're out there doing this and whatever I'm like dude this is six months ago man and so that was the other just perfectly laid path for me that that really really helped us and you know there's other factors too my kids were at the perfect age just cute and my wife was you know
0: (laughs) my wife was my wife by chance so your 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 content creation YouTube it was all by chance. Totally. Almost. Absolutely totally.
1: I mean, I'm not going to say it's totally by chance because I was I mean, you got have you have day. to
0: have I mean, you can't be a moron and be on camera and expect <laughs> people to watch you, you know what I mean? But yeah, there cuz there was tons
1: of people back then that did it with me and and when you probably started there was probably less. I don't know. I don't know when when did you start? It's I mean, been a you. On your show.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, it was probably 2017?
1: So I so, said, so, so, so yeah. you started earlier than me.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there were so
1: many people who started right when I did. I like to consider myself kind of the third wave. You know, they weren't the OGers. And then you had that second wave that came along, and, and, and Matt was there. And, and before that, John and, and Lonnie and, you know, Pete was kind of old school and whatever. But I, I felt like I was in that wave of just a massive amount of people trying to do it. And and you you just see them fall off, fall off, fall off, fall off. Consistency. Because you just can't keep going unless there's some kind of reward for it, you know, financial or whatever. And my financial reward was actually that intimate. And so I had that. Where other people didn't have it, right? Yeah. You're not, you know, getting monetized. Even if you get monetized, you're making pennies. For, it's like, man, you're putting in hours of yeah. work and you're getting a dollar fifty or whatever, and that depresses people and it gets them whatever. But for me to put it in and then to make seven, eight sales of an animan for
0: twenty five bucks a pop, and you got it for a dollar piece, yeah. I mean, it's I've
1: a lot of money for a one yeah. video, and I'm putting them out every day. That was a lot of money for. It. It was more than I was making teaching. So like,
0: where we, at? where are we right now? you you mentioned teaching mm-hmm. where are we right now in this commonwealth flipper <sighs> multiverse timeline here are you, you're still teaching? You're still coaching yeah, baseball?
1: Yeah, I'm still teaching, still coaching you baseball. You hit a thousand I had tribe. actually given up my coaching job. I was a, a full-time, I was a varsity head coach for 15 years at my high school. And my, my oldest son, which we call Bubba. Bubba. Shout it's out to Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> he was getting into the middle school ranks playing baseball and high school ranks playing baseball. And I just decided with my wife, I'm like, I can't do all this. Because if I'm going to coach a varsity baseball team and work That's commendable of hours. Yeah, I mean all year round any fundraising anywhere. practices in the off season. I'm like I'm never going to see him play. And so I and I love baseball and I loved coaching baseball and I had built a successful program and I'm like I'm going to walk away from this and it's going to be hard. That's tough. And I walked away from it and immediately after I did I knew I made the right decision because I was with him. I was coaching him. I coached him as a middle schooler. I coached him at a different high school, mm-hmm. not the school I taught at. And I so I became the middle school coach, the JV head coach, and then I was the assistant coach on varsity. As on he all was. his teams. On all his teams. And that's when COVID hit. And uh, he, he missed out on his junior year, and I missed out on coaching that. And that's when it blew up, and I made the decision that I wasn't going to coach um as an assistant coach on that team as his senior year. Yeah. Because of everything that was going on and it was just too much. And that was a pretty pretty good decision for us. But COVID hitting when it did was actually another just amazing blessing because I was committed to coaching his baseball team as a junior in high school during yard sales. That's spring and summer. Mm-hmm. And That you know they play Saturday games and whatever, and it hit, and I didn't have to feel that bad for for not coaching him, and I was able to go out and do some of this stuff, and so it's just amazing. And you're still teaching to this
0: point? Yeah, still teaching. And twenty twenty, only three years ago, you're still teaching. You're coaching your son in baseball.
1: This is my. I've only been not teaching for two years now. Two years. So, and I probably would have quit a year sooner, but COVID hit and you know so the classroom looked a little bit different right you didn't have to come to school whatever so I'm teaching it was awful I hated everything about teaching except for actually teaching the kids Mm -hmm. and that's what I loved and they took that away from me the kids weren't there I'm like this is ridiculous so um but but at the same time I'm like I'm gonna get a paycheck for teaching you know these three kids in my room you know, and then teaching all these people online, which was a joke, by the way, there was hardly any teaching going on. I tried, but it was, you know, impossible. And I was able to edit video in class and upload stuff and talk to kids and teach them and help them with stuff. But, but you didn't have to do the grind of teaching every day. And that was another thing that, you know, in that little questionable period, like, should I quit my job? Should I not quit my job? I didn't have so to make that
0: decision. That's where we were. That's where we are right now. Yeah, twenty twenty. Kevin Brown, I think I'm gonna quit my job.
1: I knew I was. Because this quit sucks. My job.
0: The no. best thing I like about teaching has been taken away from me. Yep. I'm gonna quit my job. Gonna do it for sure. And and the, what was the, money the what was the money looking like? Re- let's talk about reselling wise. So, I, and I've, I've said this before on my Flipper Channel. The money,
1: I I've, I really haven't changed that much as a reseller. I do make more as a reseller now than I did back then. But there were years where I was making more as a reseller than I did as a teacher. Yeah. This is before YouTube. Yeah. Right? I was I was, you know, I mean I'm rural Virginia man, I was making forty grand a year after twenty years of teaching. Yeah, that's right? and I was make I think one year I think I made forty five net and I made forty two as a teacher, like right when I started YouTube And that's and when like, you're like,
0: okay, on. I need a f- And
1: when I saw that, you know, the in a man sales, mm-hmm. that kind of like extra boost from your reselling Combined with the YouTube revenue, could replace the teaching income, and all the reselling income had to do was really stay the same. Mm-hmm. And so I went from being a teacher and a reseller <laughs> to being a reseller and a YouTuber, and YouTube replaced the teaching income, and then it just grew from there.
0: That's all. So at this point, and I don't want to jump into your pockets mm-hmm. here, okay? Um, We have Art of Resale behind the camera asleep. (laughs) Art, you okay, Bubba? (laughs) So, so, and I don't want to dive into your pockets, but at this point, you saw that you're twenty twenty. I don't want to dive into your pockets because that's not. It's not feasible. It's not. It's dumb. But. At this point, YouTube-wise, 2020, mm-hmm. you're making the same amount of money as you were teaching with your content creation. 2020, um, maybe like when not you decided, quite when, you, when When did you decide to actually... What was the date that you quit your... Well, I actually have it. If you watch my videos, somebody was... Your crying
1: video. I did my crying video. Somebody actually sent me a stone. It's actually in the shape of Virginia, and they put the date on it. And I can't remember the date, but uh, it's when I recorded that video. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that was the day that I had i had decided it was done and that literally and i decided to pick up the camera that day because that video didn't air forever Mm -hmm. but i decided to pick up the camera that day i think it was in oh man i don't even remember i have to look at that
0: 2021
1: Um, what year are we talking was it 2021 what is it 2023 i think it was 2020 late 2020. and i had decided then but that video didn't air until after the reseller rally in 20 when was the reseller 21 2021 yeah. yeah so it hit it, it was 2021 okay. it was 2021 and the, but the, i knew the video wasn't going to air till later but i wanted to get my emotion of making the decision the day i made the decision and i filmed it and what I did you think it. your
0: reaction was going to be
1: I, I didn't even care, and I didn't know. I just wanted to put it on camera and see what happened. And I got incredibly emotional, like <laughs>
0: incredibly. I mean, you put it was relief. I you tell put you, it so much relief. into something. It doesn't. I mean, your job, especially teaching the youth of America. <laughs> youth I'm, of America. I mean, you put your your soul into it, well, and then you finally I was in you stop. Same
1: room for 21 years That's I crazy. never moved that room I taught the same two subjects I taught World History 1 and AP World History and I taught it for 21 years in the same classroom and I, I did I poured my absolute heart and soul into it and what taught me a lot was when I quit coaching because I had coached that baseball team for 15 years as a head coach and I quit and, it, and I poured my absolute heart and soul into it and you know what six months later nobody cared. Nobody remembered. Nobody I mean my old kids did and they yeah. still text me to this day, my old ball players and stuff. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And I thought, man, I could pour myself into this job for thirty years and get a little, you know, trinket for thirty oh, years and they get you on you the watch and a I'm plaque. Like, I could be at home if I make this thing work, if we can bump up the reselling and we can increase revenue here. I'm like, I can do this for a living and I can you know focus my my content on people who pick the way I do which which isn't really full-time picking necessarily but it's the way that most people pick because they're out there working 40 hours a week mm-hmm. and they're they don't have suppliers and they don't want to have it they go to thrift stores and garage sales and it's a how oh, everyone does yeah, it yeah exactly well but not everybody not, but, well see know. I'm
0: in the point like right now I'm part-time mm-hmm. you know put in full-time hours mm-hmm. and I'm to a point now to where my my time is the most important yep. part. So I'm looking for suppliers. Yeah, exactly. As, cause you time know, because it's a big deal. I can just you know if I know I can spend this much money and get this much and make this much without me having to go out mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. doesn't make for great content. But. Right. You know, it's just using your time a little wiser. Yep. But for content purposes, it's it's awesome because that's what you want to see. And I
1: go one step farther than that. It's to me, I my entire I loved, absolutely loved picking. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love garage sales. So when I was, it was a stress reliever for me as a coach and and a and as a teacher to go out to garage sales on a Saturday morning. And so I know I was never giving that up, no matter what. I could I could have suppliers. And I'd still go do
0: that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I have no doubt about it. So, personally, mm-hmm. he's asleep. Let, let let the poor baby sleep. S- sleeps fine, baby. He's snoring. snoring. Well, he, well it's a good thing because you know, <laughs> okay, all right, we, it good. won't pick it up. But um. <laughs> So, family-wise, mm-hmm. personal-wise, mm-hmm. 2021, you decided to quit your job. What does that conversation look like with um, Blue Ridge Mama? Well, she, she got knew, two little
1: ones at home. She knew the stress that I was under. At, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole public school thing, but I mean, there were things yeah. that where where I just just personally, morally, just ethically, I just I I just knew they were going down a path that was dis, a disservice to kids. I, I don't want to get into uh, it, but and I had a hard time with it because I really thought the point of it was to best serve the kids and we were going down roads that were just like ridiculous and lowering standards I taught I taught the upper echelon students and I taught the very bottom Mm -hmm. right and that's how they did it and that's a hard thing to do and i had an interesting school district and so because of that we were what what they were doing were disserving both communities and i was like this is just awful and i'm not one to complain i just did my own thing and did whatever yeah and i and she just knew i struggled with it every single day because i you know i don't want to toot my own horn but i was a good teacher i was a really good teacher and you know one of the best in the area in my you know i don't it sounds like i'm bragging but i uh, I'll just say it. The worst teachers and the best teachers get paid the same amount of money. Yeah. And what ends up happening a lot of times is the people who did the best are the, they're the ones who get heaped more and more responsibility on top of them because the other ones can't do it. Yeah, that makes sense. And at some point it's there's a there's a breaking point and I was at the breaking point.
0: Either you can be you're smart enough to be a good teacher, mm-hmm. but then you're like, I'm gonna play dumb so I don't have to have enough. <laughs> I mean, to, yeah.
1: And so she knew that and and so she was like, "Well, it's not like you're making that much, you know. We can do this. We can we can up this. In her mind, she's thinking we can up that reselling money more. And, and even just today, to you know, I might make twenty to thirty percent more reselling than I did six years ago, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, if you take in inflation and whatever." But obviously, the YouTube revenue's gone up and stuff like that. But um, it was a very easy decision. And we made the decision at the exact same time to homeschool our kids because we were like, uh. we're going to do this. Let's just all be here. Let's yeah. all do this. I can be here. I can help teach him. She can help teach him, and we can, we can do things a little different and see what happens. And we just literally within weeks of doing it, it was like this is the right decision yeah. for us, not for everybody, for us. Your though. kids aren't like weird,
0: though, right? Like <laughs> homeschool <laughs> They're weird. They're
1: not homeschool weird. Yeah. Well, Reagan went to school for a while, so she's not homeschool weird at all. Turner has a little bit of homeschool weird. Yeah. In him, Which endears him to me because
0: <laughs> you know, my well, mom won't let me watch that. You know, I,
1: I don't to get into boring education stuff, Dave would yell at me, but, you know, this whole idea of taking, you know, 30 kids that are the exact same age and putting them in a room and teaching them, that's something that's pretty new to human history within the last couple hundred, you know, 150 years. Yeah. Where in the past, they would have multiple levels of of kids or being, you know, tutored or whatever, but you'd have like 15-year-olds and 12-year-olds and 7-year-olds. According to what you're... Yeah, and that was a, you know, because you'd learn from your peers, and mm -hmm. so basically, if you a bunch of kids together in a room. You're gonna kind of learn from the most, most forceful peer in the group, and sometimes that's not a good thing. The loudest wheel gets the. You got it. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, mm. man. And so Turner hasn't ever had that experience. But we, we of course, you know, put him in different things to yeah. make him, you know, <laughs> baseball and different stuff. But it is. It does make him. But he's incredibly polite. He's incredibly nice. And it's like. Everybody loves them when they're around him because of that, and it's like there's a trade-off,
0: you know. Maybe they're they're a little bit, you know, homeschool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I but, get tell when man. I when I would, you know, in college. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you went to homeschool, didn't you? You already <laughs> no know, doubt. yeah, yeah.
1: No, no doubt. And we're aware of that because yeah. I mean, I was a teacher, so That's we kind of get
0: it. <laughs> yeah. So. Up to this point, you finally made a decision to quit your job. Yeah, ramping up the reselling. Yeah, where does the content creation? Have you started your second channel yet? That's 2021. A great question. So 2021. How long has that channel
1: been going on? Man, you asking me tough questions. So no, I don't think. I think late 2021 we started that. Actually, right when we made the flipper the ship, channel. So I got enough money from the animan sales. I I I, I decided that I would because you know you I was stagnant. It was it was a a camera that was still in that ebay cave and I'm like this isn't gonna last for long how long can you watch somebody just standing there talking right and of course, you know, you saw Lonnie's success and different different creators doing different things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I gotta get a different scene in here. And I'm thinking like a teacher, because if you stand up there and talk to kids for 45 minutes, they're done. They're not listening to exactly. you stand there and talk for 45 minutes. And so I would divide my class up into like four segments, maybe 10 minutes apart. And everything was different. The, the the scenery, not the scenery, but where I stood or or what we were doing, or they're interacting with this or they're not, and I change it up. And I think, well, we can bring that to, to YouTube. And I started to bring segments to my show and film in different locations. We'd film in the eBay, case, we'd film out there in that new shed. And the new shed, I had no money to pay for.
0: Yeah, what? When the, so at this point, the, ch- the shed is coming through. 2021, yep. Yep, you decided, 2020. I need
1: a shed. I decided I need a shed. And Just I for wa- storage? No, I wanted it for YouTube. For YouTube. Yeah, I could have stored it in some crappy shed, but I wanted it for YouTube because... Well, A, I had the money to do it because the Enaman sales. And uh-huh. she's like, you're going to spend how much on this shed? I'm like, listen, we're selling like 10 in a day. I'm like, we're making like $180 a day on these things. I'm like, this thing will be paid off in four months or whatever, yeah, yeah, five yeah. months. And so we just invested that money into that. And sure enough, it did. And it, and it ramped up. It gave them a different look. They got to watch the process of the new shed. So the folksy. <laughs> this comes into play. It really what do you think? Folksiness. What do
0: you think about that? You know, like these labels that people have given you. What, the, the people fo- you the f- f- carry. No, just I mean the overall like aura. You know <laughs> the know. the folksiness you know, and I the, grew up in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I grew up near Virginia. which it's crazy. How? Because I'm sitting here talking to you, and uh, you don't seem like a folksy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I wasn't. Well, I mean, I don't know. I was out in the the
1: sticks for California in a little place called Ukaipa, but we went to Disneyland often. My parents mm-hmm. grew up in, in Orange County, they grew up in Fullerton and whatever, and so they had Disneyland in like the 50s, you know, yeah, 60s yeah, yeah. and whatever. And so they would take us, and, and I just love the idea of somebody like Walt Disney who created yes. a world that he liked.
0: George Lucas, yeah, Walt Disney. Yeah, exactly, that's I mean, exactly
1: right. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to create the world that I like and I love reselling. Uh-huh. And so, you know, the initial idea was the eBay Cape and then we're going to create this place where I can work every day. Yeah. And then, of course, we had the other shed we're adding to it. I got my tree right there mm-hmm. and I'm like in heaven in my
0: backyard. So this is the world that Kevin wants to live in. Yeah,
1: it's exactly right. If and it's, folksy, it's, just like, it's folksy, it's but just It's just what my, you like.
0: It's your deal. I don't want to have to leave the house every day i don't want to
1: wake up at six o'clock five forty-five, and go get in my car and drive for 40 minutes to get to school
0: no, that sounds terrible
1: and then just can't wait to get home to resale
0: that sounds and
1: terrible So, <laughs> if we'll, let me tell you so and i just i'm like i'm gonna do this i didn't want a storage unit somewhere i didn't want anywhere i wanted to just be right there i want mm-hmm. to be with my kids i wanted them to participate but you know how it is with kids yep. you know you don't push any, a little you
0: know, bit but not too much if you
1: push they're not going to want to do it yeah. and so it was exciting because my kids watched YouTube. They watch FGTV and they watch all these different stuff and they're like, you're on YouTube and you're whatever. And I'm on YouTube. they wanted to be, they wanted to be a part of it. I'm like, this is cool. And so they kind of get into it a little bit. And you know, I've, I've wondered over time if they didn't want to. Turn, you know, every once in a while I was like, oh, I don't want to film a video today. So I'm like, okay, don't. I don't care, you know. He's whatever. a kid, you know. Yeah, let him be a sure, kid. exactly. But most days it's like, you want to film a video? Yep, let's go. Because they like it, and I'm like, that's cool. And I got a lot of criticism. Oh, you're putting your kids on. Making, I'm not making my kids do anything. And Bubba, of course, wasn't on the show very much. And it's because he,
0: he does not want to. Want be to on he on didn't
1: show. care. It's not yeah. like he didn't want to. But he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So... I'm like, okay, you know, and we don't have to. And he still comes on. And everybody's like, oh, you never treat you know, like I love Bo. He's my boy, you know. It's he's your it's oldest. Different. I mean, it's he's, different, he you was know. In what high I mean? school yeah. we started this stuff, and it was just different. So, I just created a world that I wanted to live in, and my family wanted to live in, and where I could be happy and just calm and peaceful, and and if it's folksy, it's, it's folksy.
0: I like it. What did your kids say when you got that? plaque let me tell you turner i hope you're
1: not watching this turner i'm considering because you can buy another plaque really yeah. oh they they yeah. give you another you can they give you an option and like you can buy like i don't know many more and and i'm considering turner was so excited about it that he i mean he could not wait to open he's like as soon as we got home from where we're at, i was like you gotta go. and I'm like i want to put on a video yeah it's like we'll open it here and then you can open it later on the show i'm like turner <laughs> And we did. That's exactly what we yeah. did. So, um, and he's so excited about it that I think I'm gonna. And I can't get him with him without getting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. reality, I should probably you know get my wife yeah. one too. But she don't care. She'd rather uh, she you don't know have put the it kids. In there.
0: Well, they loved it. <laughs> they were just ecstatic about it. Because they helped. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? They're much as uh, as I, part of it than everything else.
1: Sometimes I think, and I never say this to them, because once you say it to them as a parent, they won't want to do it. But I'm like, man, I'm, you know, they joke about me being old, but I'm not that old. But I'm like, I don't know, 20 years from now, I mean, is this thing going to be to be? I'm like, man, because they're actually just being a part they're of it. They're growing up. They, they know... Picking a little bit, uh, they're pretty good. Turner's gone picking with me in Arizona a couple of times, and he's gone picking with me a few places. He went to the Highway Twenty One sale with me, and <laughs> I walk right past them and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> it's like, "Right here is a Game Boy Color sitting right there, oh, and snap. I missed it." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay." So they're pretty good. And Reagan's
0: always been pretty good at it too. So, so do you explain like growing now? Did you do you explain to them like, this is what Daddy does. He buy he buys stuff at at a low cost and sells it for a like. Do they understand that concept? I
1: I don't think so. So I don't think now. Early on, when we did the homeschool hustler store, which we Uh stopped doing because it's you know two different stores and getting on and whatever, it's kind of a pain in the butt. Um, I think what happened, they just you just immerse them in it and they kind of get it. Okay. More than anything, and people joke like I'm not, I, the whole dollar to save, dollar to spend, dollar done. It is mm-hmm. actually real. So there's those books. If you look in my shed right there, I got these two leather-bound books, and it's a ledger for years of what they do. Now Turner doesn't do the sales anymore. He gets paid a dollar for his joke, right? Uh-huh. But we and we keep track of it, and we and I give the literally hand them a dollar. I think at the end of the week we give them whatever it is three videos or three dollars whatever but we'll put it in there and i put it in a savings account for them and they go to the bank and then we donate and I'll say alright this is where this is going to them sometimes they get to choose and it it is uh, surprisingly as a homeschooler right it's pretty good it's pretty good and Reagan saved up so much money because she's done some other things like when she's 16 she's buying her own car yeah I got no doubt about it so
0: we'll see uh, where did that principle come from?
1: Is it that something that you, that your
0: parents instilled in you? You know, because no, you know it's all know. about like, I mean, how many adults need to know that that well, that make money, you spend mm-hmm, a dollar, mm-hmm. you save a dollar, mm-hmm. and you donate a dollar because well, not you, many people donate. Well, 33%. you reap. I don't donate
1: thirty-three. <laughs> well,
0: you reap what you sow. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? That, That's going to that come that. out some somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: well, I guess it, part of it was you know I mean kids don't they don't understand a dollar quite like anybody else. My parents did not make me save do whatever, but my parents did not pay for anything. Well, I don't say they pay for anything, mm-hmm. but like my first car that I bought, it was a 1979 Honda accord just gray garbage looking color just it had to, it was a you know stick shift and whatever. and I paid 950 bucks for it. They didn't pay a dime for it. They didn't pay... Actually, my parents moved to Oregon when I was... We had won a state championship in California. I was 16. In baseball. In baseball. And they were moving. Because my dad had much the same feeling about his job that I did. Mm -hmm. It was time you had to do something psychologically, and he got a job up in Oregon. And so they moved, and they let me stay in Southern California my junior and senior year. I stayed in Southern... We won another state championship my junior year, and that, of course, got me to college. And... But they didn't pay for anything. My mom would send me twenty-five dollars a week to live in
0: Southern California. In 1970. No, what 70, was the year? Good lord, it was Whoa. 1995.
1: 1995. <laughs> you said, you said 70 something. That was the condo. Okay, okay, 90s. okay.
0: how old do you think? Are you listening well, to No, I did I, w- <laughs> I got my wires mixed up. And, 1994. But I
1: had to pay for my insurance. I paid for my food. I lived with two different families. Three days a week, four days a week, three days, really, four days a week. Yeah, with friends, just friends and family. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they wouldn't even take me the whole week. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Work. So
0: were you just like living out of your car I worked, basically?
1: I worked, uh, yeah, basically. I had a rod in the back of my car with clothes hanging up in the back of my car, and just because I didn't want a closet here and a closet here, I just had my clothes in the car. I'd take in what I'd wear. And I worked, I went to school in the morning, and I didn't have to, California school district, I mean, it's a joke. School in California was a joke. But So I got out my senior year, and I, and I didn't have to go to school for seven classes or whatever. I had taken extra classes. So I, I went, I'd go to school in the morning, and at 11.35, I got out, and I drove down to the next town over, and I worked at an old folks' home, and I'd work from 12 to 2, and then I'd get in the car and I'd go back to baseball practice. And after baseball practice, I'd go back to work, and I'd work from, like, 6 till 10. I go to bed and I do it again for two years and so I was used to paying for everything for myself Mm -hmm. and so my kids I'm like you know we'll buy you Christmas gifts we'll spoil you or whatever but if you you know hey if you can make money you can make money you can Mm -hmm. pay for your
0: own stuff and that's what they've done so I've been pretty. so Bubba's getting to that point to where (sighs) He's go, What is he in college Bubba's now? Graduated, so he graduated. Graduated college, that's
1: right. Co- he went to early college. He graduated at 20 with virtually no college debt whatsoever.
0: That's amazing.
1: It is amazing. It's amazing for me because, you know, yeah. how much I paid for his college. I paid for his early college. I paid for his two, first two years. Uh-huh. Then we didn't pay a dime after that. He paid for it all.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's, that's what, awesome. I mean, hey, that's
0: what you got yeah. to do
1: these days. You come out of school with you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a, in debt.
0: It's just a scam. I was lucky enough to not pay for my school as well, mm-hmm. and it's the it was the best mm-hmm. thing that could have ever happened to me. But um, so things are rolling. Yeah, it starts to roll. Second channel is going. The money's yeah. coming in. Mm-hmm. Some people call you money bags, Kevin <laughs> well, listen, Commonwealth. First of all,
1: I'm very appreciative of of what's happened to us, but don't listen to Dave and Carrie. It's it's not quite the way they seem. So,
0: but you got to think of like where you came from. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because totally. what would not 1994 Kevin Brown think of 2003 Kevin Brown? Mm, that is a great question. Working what, like.
1: 2023, Kevin Brown.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: you know, I don't know, and I hate to give people pie in the sky and say, hey, you know, this is what you should do. Because I wouldn't, and this is the reality, and I, it kind of irks me a little bit because you get lumped into these, well, I'm not a real reseller. Or you're only making this much or whatever. I'm doing what I've done for the last 20, 20 22 years at this point, reselling. I'm not doing anything different. And I don't wanna do anything different. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I ever wanna become that guy that's gotta make a hundred thousand dollar ninety day total to survive. Well, like why? I, I basically traded teaching for content creation mm-hmm. i didn't trade you know my reselling is the same as it's always been and it's because i i love to do it now i'd like obviously we like to bump that reselling number up yeah. because it's i mean it's
0: but it's only it's to be money. able to do that you need you need to hire people i mean it's a lot well the content
1: creation and you <laughs> work really hard so you work 40 hours a week or you work 50 hours i work a week. i work a lot i mean
0: just on your, your job on my job job, job yeah. i work probably like 50 to 60 hours a wow. week wow Wow. Okay. That's it.
1: Because a lot of people do, you know, work 40 or whatever. And there's a lot of people who retire and do this. There's a lot of people who are getting some kind of benefit and do this. Mm -hmm. And so there's all kinds of different scenarios. But But my
0: job is not not hard. Okay. Because, well. You're there 50 to 60 hours. Well, I'm working. Mm -hmm. It's not like mentally draining or Mm -hmm. something like that. Like my first job was making biscuits at a convenience store Mm -hmm. and had to be there at 5 in the morning. Yeah. So oh, that's
1: the other thing I forgot. So Saturdays and Sundays, I was there at 5 a.m. So,
0: so m- me looking back on it, like I'm working 50 to 60 hours and I'm sitting at a desk looking at a computer. Right. It's different. Different. What am I to complain about? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I used to wake up at 5 in the morning, all groggy-eyed. I had to be there at 5 in the morning right. mm-hmm. to make biscuits mm-hmm. at a gas station and then make fried chicken for lunch. Right. I have nothing to complain (laughs) about. about. What am I complaining about? about. And I get paid well. I love my job. I love the people that I work for and everyone. I bring my dog with me every day. Really? Yeah.
1: That's either there's a world you don't. Because I've asked you, I've talked to you before. I'm like, you know, what's your plan and whatever. And you've always, you've never really, you know, complained about your job or anything like that. I mean, I feel like, I mean, man, if I could bring my dog, I I mean, I guess I do. Man.
0: It's, (laughs) it's, yeah. And I it's my office is five minutes to where i work mm-hmm. where i stay it used to be mm-hmm. further but they bought a building literally mm-hmm. like five five minutes from my house
1: and so but you've changed it can i turn it over on yeah, you go real ahead. quick so you've changed the way you resell to make it accommodate your your busier
0: schedule plus you're making content i mean so you know what this well the content of, is the content that i like to make is this is this conversation and that's what you do well conversation and i would like to make more content of picking and doing other things but the time now, how'd you grow so big on tiktok because this isn't tiktok content. no this isn't it's just easy <laughs> it's just i quit i really just started quit making tiktok videos because i'm not it's not as fun and creative right. for me as where i first were saw you
1: i think was instagram or tiktok i can't remember it
0: was on i think it was on youtube was it on youtube yeah okay yeah, like when we, for some reason, I remember uh, you commenting on one of my old videos mm-hmm. uh, probably back then. And I think I commented back like, oh, do you resell as well or something, no, like, something that, like, like that? But like way back yeah, in the day. Way back, yeah. Yeah. But, um,
1: yeah, I mean. I always re- admired your logos. I'm like, man, that's this guy got Well, like, that's cool.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, me learning how to do any of that stuff. And I'm naturally, um artistically inclined Mm -hmm. so i went to
1: school for art you actually made my garage sale nation logo
0: y'all check out garage sale nation so every going to school like i had a gift for art like i can draw Mm -hmm. i can paint and then i can went into the digital art stuff and if you go to like in college i got to be on a um there's a big art um, museum in Nashville is called mm-hmm. the Fris. They have like different exhibits or whatever. So for the first time, each college and around the area picked one person out of each college to be like, um, and a, a student advisory committee. Mm-hmm. So I got to be on that and then advise the museum of what oh, to bring in. Mm-hmm. So I can talk painting and art Man. with like See, now all that's the That's interesting
1: to me cuz like I have zero artistic ability. Mm-hmm. I can't sing, I can't dance, I can't draw, I can't paint, I can't play a musical instrument. I've just I did I tried I took piano lessons when I was a kid it was awful. I cried at my first recital. It was so bad. But I tried. I did uh-huh. play the saxophone for I was terrible at it. And so for me and you see this in my videos what I enjoy is like it's maybe it's not art to some people but I enjoy the juxtaposition of music with an idea and i can't do music and i can't do paintings or pictures or whatever but it was the whole thing the the intro you know my whole i had a long intro and i Mm. quoted you might remember it goes way back when we're talking about um history and whatever this intro is like 45 seconds long and i just and my wife's like what are you Doing, I'm like, I love it. This is why I'm doing it. I want like people it. to get the passion, and then the outros with a scene or an animal or uh-huh. something. And, and I still do it. And all these YouTubers downstairs are like, dude, you got to stop doing that, dude. It's killing your attention. I'm like, I, I realize this, so, I don't care.
0: Isn't that weird? It's my art. How, so, and I'm in the same boat. And I was talking to Paul about this because mm-hmm. you know, when I was on his podcast. Mm-hmm. The content that I like to make, like I don't care if it does well. Right. It's just for me. It's a yes. Mm -hmm. It's an art. Artistic, creative mm-hmm. expression of what I like to do. Mm-hmm. It's and nice when it, it
1: does well, though.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so if it does well, because you can only fake the funk for so long. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's true. Do you remember? Uh, so,
1: crazily, I, I was obviously inspired by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Pete Craigslist Hunter with the characters that he had in his, show, you know, whether it was an animal or his employees or his partner or, uh, you know, whatever it was, yeah. he had characters. Yes. And so I wanted to bring that to the picking videos. So you know, Honest Tim and. You know, play it again, Rick, and we'd, I'd have these characters in there, now i got these idiots on Death Pile Picker, and yeah. these people, you know, Uncle Steve Picker, and, and Dave and Carrie. And so I wanted to bring that to it because I was so inspired by it, but but watching Crazy Lamp Lady's intro, she used to have it. I don't think she does it anymore. It's like, she talks about it. It's her superpower. She had, a, like, a 40-second intro. I'm like, this is the greatest thing in the world, because I grew up in the 80s, we, you know, and these some of these intros to these shows in the 80s sitcoms for like a minute and a half long i mean the roseanne one they play that saxophone and they'd have the every character and whatever Mm -hmm. nobody does those anymore because it kills retention yeah and so i'm like you know if i'm the only person who does it maybe it attracts that audience yeah and so i'm like i'm doing it because it's just i just love it and i love like your your the wrestling You know, and I brought that into my reselling as well. I'm like, I don't care. You know, people don't have to like everything I like, but I need to like what I like. Exactly, and I think that's a huge key. And reselling, and I see you doing that more and more with. You know, cutting time out. We've talked about this just personally. You know, cutting these things out of your life so that you can do these things that you like. Yeah. And I see you doing that. You like this kind of atmosphere, so therefore you're going to like whatnot more. Exactly. then typing on a thing and listing an item.
0: Yeah. And then it's just for me, time wise, it's just easier for me to sell items on whatnot. And if you can get a supplier, then you can easily mm-hmm. accumulate on a large amount of something uh, and sell go it. Go check out it. You know, yeah. Check us out on whatnot, Nashville <laughs> Flippers. But um, mm. Yeah. So Kevin, mm-hmm. now you have three YouTube channels. I have three YouTube channels, yeah. What what that's a lot.
1: Well, you know I Garage Sale Nation is like a catch-all for me, mm-hmm. and I try to do different things. I try to do Commonwealth Classics and take because I watched some of my old videos, and I'm like, "Man, this drags on a little bit." But there's some crazy good finds, and I'm like, "I wish I could edit the re-edit those and re-put those out." And so we kind of did that for a while, and took like three videos and cut them down and put them into one, and they did pretty well for a while. But it's time-consuming, and it's and eh, it's like, okay and then but we do put our shorts on there our 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 shorts Uh i'm not a very good shorts creator but, you know, I'm not like carrying and those guys, and but I'm like, you know, we'll do it. I like to tell stories, and it's hard to tell a story in thirty it's, seconds.
0: It's hard, but now you know they're pushing to more yeah. longer form yeah. content. I actually
1: enjoy doing some TikToks now because they allow me to do over a longer. minute, and I can get you can tell a story in a minute mm-hmm. and a half. You know, it's hard to tell in fifteen seconds. Yeah, and so I'm not sure where Garage Sale Nation's going, but I know that that channel. I've done reviews, and some other people have too. Flippy McFlut, Evan mm-hmm. did did one for me of these highway sales. I love garage sales and I love highway sales as you know they're not always the best finds but there's so many people and I love talking to people at these sales and so that Facebook group has grown a lot and so I don't know how we'll kind of put those two together but I like having that third channel I do some more specific stuff I did a, a video with uh, rod picking and punching specifically on grading VHS, right? Mm-hmm. Which would not fly on my flipper channel.
0: Okay, so you no, brought up oh, v- we, we brought up VHS. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't have my VHS shirt on. You don't have your VHS shirt. So, me and uh, mm. a Slim Flipper, Slim Pickers, mm-hmm. Slim flippers, we had a pretty heated debate about VHS. Oh okay. You know, I think it's a market Mm -hmm. that is going to Mm take the the only people that are buying it is they're buying it to make money nerds like me no i think they're just buying it for investment (laughs) to make money and that's what is increasing the increasing the price there's no real value there unless you're just a fan of something but there's real value in pokemon cards right there's value in that. that's what i'm saying that's where i'm getting to (laughs) okay okay that's what i'm getting to (laughs) sorry we're gonna get in a fight right here that's where i'm getting to but Mm. the difference that or the same thing Mm -hmm. is the nostalgia factor in the vhs mm-hmm. right same thing with pokemon cards right. people grow up there's a nostalgia right. factor yeah, no trading cards or whatever but i think the vhs is the new beanie babies man okay. like convince me
1: all right well, well it, look it, it okay so if you make an argument for pokemon cards
0: right mm-hmm. okay so they're still producing pokemon cards Right? Well, he, he, correct. But okay. there's cer- certain Pokemon cards, just like VHS mm-hmm. tapes, that are one of ones, mm-hmm. rarer than others, right. or what have you, or what will you. And, but the condition, of course, just like VHS grading grading things, mm-hmm. increases or lowers the value. But I don't think that there is enough people collecting VHS tapes. You mean that are tapes still alive? No, no <laughs> that are collecting VHS tapes, okay That is that the market is going to increase or stabilize or whatever
1: have you. okay, so uh, here's my argument for you. So there are people out
0: there that collect because I'm one of them right? Okay, so why do you, do you are you keeping them? Or are you holding them to maybe? No, I, resell in the future?
1: Well, I mean, I have a few that I would resell because they're not they don't have that personal connection to me, uh-huh. right. And so I have a handful of those, like the one, the Willow one I sold, sold for seventeen hundred and fifty dollars, ungraded. Now that was at the height of the VHS market. So I don't disagree with you that that there's going to be a lull in the market. There already is a lull in the market. Mm-hmm. It's already gone down from its height
0: to now. And the reason but
1: people why are saying, that, yeah.
0: I think that, and I, I think what people are thinking is that VHS is the next. No. The next, like they're gonna get rich off of, uh, like grading steel VHS tapes. So uh, I don't think so. So it'll be
1: a niche market forever, but it'll always be a market. So here's here's the way I think about it. So the the Pokemon cards they're creating today, they're purposely creating with rarity. Correct. Okay. So when VHS was being created, because it's not being created anymore, when it was being created. Nobody had the idea of rarity, and so what people don't get, and I get, trust me, I get hundreds of messages a week. Oh, look what I found. I'm like, dude, it's not worth anything, and I get 99 out of 100. It's not worth anything. I mean, it just isn't. And what people don't realize is the same thing with baseball cards, football cards, or whatever, is you want the rookie card and the rarest of the rare. Back then, there was no, you know, one of whatever. You didn't see that back one, when One, was a yeah, exactly. right? And so you can create rarity today, and they purposely create rarity in many, many different ways. But back then, there was none of that. So the rarity came with, all right, this came out, you, how old are you, Ray? 37 years old okay you don't remember this then so well yeah maybe you do so they would first run the movie in the movie theater uh, okay and then they would put it out to rental stores
0: I remember and going to rental stores then it would
1: come out to the stores and sell at retail and because they were
0: expensive right? Oh, VHS were like $70 in the beginning? I going
1: to the Vons on Yukaipa Boulevard and renting the VCR the VCR. To watch. To watch the v- VHS that we also rented, right? Porky's. I remember. <laughs> yeah, not with my mom. No way. That uh, was Apple Dumpling Gang, I think. No. It was so, and I remember a few years later when we got a VCR, which was amazing, we would go to the local rental that was not Blockbuster, not Hollywood. It was yeah, some yeah, guy yeah. in a rental shop, and we would rent the the WWF WrestleMania, the WrestleMania. Right, And I mean, we rent that stuff and like grudge matches and whatever. We mm-hmm. just loved it, and so that stuff was not mass produced for sale because it was so expensive. It was produced for rental. The rental stores it was for specific. And so, the, if you can find that stuff sealed, mm. you might be one of ten people in the world that has it. And so, for you know, I would pay. For for some of those classic ones that I used to watch, you know, the Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, whatever, that to me is just as valuable as finding a vintage GI Joe in a package, and so there will be a market. Now, what there's not going to be a market for is that stuff that came out to even ET. You didn't see that early ET stuff come. They mass produced it and sold it in the store because it was such a huge movie, and so you don't see those kind of things. But and people think he's when they're still the first run stuff's worth money and whatever but like top gun for instance you find that first edition top gun that nobody else has then you want that thing they're hard to find and so i think there is going to be it's but it's not what people You know, they criticize me for all that. It's not the Disney Black Diamond stuff, (laughs) although there are a couple of Disney Black Diamond stuff that came out on these special edition stuff and and movie club stuff that nobody has, and I sold some of those for hundreds, but it's it's not what you find at garage sales. Mm -hmm. You just almost never find it, and the stuff that I find that I like, it might not be worth a ton, but... Um, occasionally you've come across a gem so i think there will always be a graded vhs a sealed vhs market just like people like old records cuz the yeah. artwork that's on it cassette tapes cassette tapes are harder They're i just booming. don't i don't think that it's going to be Let's put it this way. If you're trying to make money, you're better putting money in a Roth IRA than you are buying a VHS and waiting 10 years.
0: Yeah. Because that's what people are saying. No. But I I understand your argument with the rarity because the only only way that you're going to find those Mm -hmm. rare video store rental it's hard to find is someone's grandma used to have a rental store they're getting rid of their stuff and it happens to have exactly
1: right it's not the only way but it's darn near the only way and i've i've been hunting them now for two years and outside of the one massive find that i had i've only had a couple that i've sold for over a hundred dollars a couple and i hunt for them and it's hard you know rod comes up with from picking and punching and it's, you know, and there's so much, and what makes it more difficult is when you're on eBay and you're looking at this stuff, you look at one and you look at another, and and you see this one for $12 and this one for $200, and this one is exactly the same as this one, mm-hmm. right? And then you look at a third one, and it looks the same, but it's not, and it's actually worth $200. So even the people that are listing them don't know what they're doing it's, half yeah. the time. But I've seen Maybe people certain stickers
0: or. Stamps or something on the seals. I've seen
1: people list something that looks like something else and it gets sold for 20 bucks and it's the real deal, Mm. where this one's worth nothing. And I've seen people list the garbage stuff for hundreds and it's worth nothing and it goes back and forth. There are literally people, I know you don't believe this here, there are people on eBay making a living. With buying things on eBay and selling them back on eBay. Oh, I believe it. On VHS yeah. and and sealed cassettes and yeah. stuff like that. Now, I'm it. not that kind of expert. But I think in general, I, I tend to agree with you that this is, it's not, they're not Beanie Babies. They're not Beanie Babies. I, that I will say.
0: Do you think but, Funko Pops are the next Beanie Babies?
1: Well, Beanie Babies didn't have the rarity factor like uh, we produced this many of this, did they? I don't think they did. They oh, might have started to at the th- end. Th- yeah, right? I think they just. So printing, uh, it's like printing money. I would say that I think Funko Pop did try to to limit certain things and vault them and do stuff yeah. like that. So I don't think it's quite the same, but uh, I would say that Funko Pops are much more like Beanie Babies than VHS.
0: Right? VHS tapes. Oh, there you have it, guys. All right. So Kevin, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> you're <laughs> going to have to cut this into three you. videos. No, so we'll, we'll put it all we'll pop. put it all in there. So. um Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate
1: you. I just want to say something nice about Ray, y'all. I went to Nashville. He didn't know I was going to say this. And I'm like, hey, you know, you want to go out and do whatever. And I changed my plan four times. And then my wife went to dinner and left me in the car. And he came and picked me up, and he took me out to my first Goodwill bins experience, which we both hated. Yeah. And then we went to the regular Goodwill next. And
0: then I got a nasty a email from Goodwill saying to take the video down. Really? Yeah. From the bins? From the bins. Really? Yeah. Well, that's that funny. part's not it. I had to cut it. To you. I had to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so so it's just like the thrift store mm-hmm. footage that we did. I wish we had more time. Yeah. You know, next time, like I said, we'll go to, to my game. house, man. You can sit my tree. That's far, man. It ain't that Wait. far. Come on, I'm coming down
1: to Nashville again. You can. Yeah, but there's stuff. The there. There's meeting. stuff there.
0: <laughs> there's a, you know, there's a speakeasy in the Johnny Cash you Museum. You told me that. You told me that. Yeah. yeah. I love so, you some Johnny Cash. My favorite. There's a restaurant. I'm telling you, there's a restaurant down below in the Johnny Mm -hmm. Cash Museum. Yeah, I know. You told me. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is the name of that restaurant? I can't remember. (laughs) But um, okay, so Kevin, I always like to leave the podcast with this. Right. Tell me some goals that Kevin Brown has. Mm Because now I feel like, do you feel like you're, like, where are you right now reselling content creation wise? Because you got a lot going on, but, like, what is the next step? Because here's something that I really like about Kevin. Kevin knows that he doesn't know everything. (laughs) So he he literally, it's like, okay, who's doing this the best? Mm Mm-hmm. And he'll get in contact yep. with them, and it's like, show me how to do it, or you do it for me. I'm trying to get a what are the expert clue.
1: on. I'm trying. Yeah. I want to learn more because I'm not the best picker. I'm not. I don't. There's so many things that I don't know that people probably think I know, and that I don't. And, and I don't know. I, for me, I have goals personally and for my family. Yeah. I gave up a pension, right? I gave up a, a retirement. It's not the most amazing retirement, mm-hmm. but I was nine years away from a full you know, state retirement. And so, so you're 21 me, years in and they still haven't given in. you...
0: No, I'll, I'll like, have was a, a
1: little, a tiny little, a little I think it's it like $312 but what a month were you, when I'm You 65. had like 30 years? Uh, I for the full? 30 years, yeah. And so I, w- I want to make sure that that, my, that me and my wife are taken care of, you know, in when it's retirement age, mm-hmm. so financially in that kind of goal is one thing. As far as reselling goes, I want to continue to do what I'm doing on eBay because I absolutely love it. It's my favorite thing that I do. Going to garage sales, flipping it on eBay is my favorite thing to do, listing stuff underneath my tree and all that. But I do folksy. want to expand. It's, well, maybe. I do want to expand a little bit, and I've dabbled in whatnot. And I want to do it. I don't want to do it like one a week. I just I don't want to do it. It's not. I'm not a live performer like that. I just I, I like it, but I want to make them special. I just don't want to have a show to have a show and make money. I want to You're have an attraction. people involved. I want yeah. Ric so, Flair
0: only comes to the territory once a month.
1: <laughs> well, let me tell you, that's part of what I, I, the whole American Pickers getting in a car and going somewhere has always intrigued me, getting in a van and whatever. So you'll see some things coming up where where I can not just go to these highway sales, but make it an event and, and bring people in, other pickers, other creators, other just normal resellers out there because there's thousands exactly. of people out there and get you to participate in what we're doing and my wife doesn't want Do like you have another channel that for that so like Kevin no, on the road no I, it'll be part of the picker channel the okay. picking part of it will be i don't know that they'll be alive necessarily it might be on whatnot but we've got some surprises coming up you'll see it rolled out here so you've of been fall. thinking oh I've, I've been planning you've been planning i'm just thinking but there's there's big things coming and, and it may work and it may not work but i don't really care because it's going to be fun either way
0: exactly we're going to do it. That's right. So that's right. Well, Maybe Kev-
1: we'll roll into Nashville. Let's do it, baby. Get Dustin on the
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You're going to love Dustin when you meet I him can't in person. Wait to meet it, man. Yeah. You're going to love Well, Kevin, yeah, brother. thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, guys, make sure to sub to Kevin, Commonwealth Picker on YouTube. Garage if you Nashville. haven't already for some <laughs> stupid reason. So, uh... yeah. That's it. Good time. Thank man. you, man. I appreciate you. you. All right. That was good stuff. That was good, right? That was really good, actually. See? Dang you got a pee? Yep. <laughs> I had to pee for 20 minutes. <laughs>